Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I am your host, Maria Retan, and it's great to be here with you today. I'm so glad you could take time out of your busy schedule to join me. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern, each and every week. You'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending the woman. Well, first up, a little something I bet you didn't know about millennials. We're going to be focusing on millennials because they are among the youngest of segments born between 1978 and 1995. And just a little bit later on in the program, we're going to be talking to a woman who knows all about labels, such as the millennial label, especially those given to the younger demographic. Well, when it comes to millennial women, because, of course, we're all about women on the show, they are a mashup and pretty proud of it. Iconoculture, which is the trend-watching organization, says that women under 30 today are seeking companies that put pink out to pasture. They can smell pink a mile away. They don't want companies pandering to them. They are empowered. They appreciate diversity. They're influenced by family and friends, and they're not contented by one label alone. And the big label, of course, is that they're a woman. So they're willing to sacrifice some things in order to retain those that are most important to them, and those values are reflected in some interesting ways. I was reading some trends the other day from Iconoculture, and one of them is La Femme Sophisticate. Young women who are going for a sophisticated and refined approach to life, much like what Iconoculture calls the new Victorians. Now, this is playing out in fashion as well as these young women are seeking high-end vintage wear at boutique shops. But basically, it's more of a refined simplicity, a more polite society, which I find kind of ironic in the world that we live today. Iconoculture says that a symptom of millennials are looking for authenticity, something that's basic and real, like manners. Well, the popularity of wine plays into this as well. Now, there's something um, that I find pretty interesting about that. Wine, we know, over the years has been going up and up and up in popularity, and apparently among millennials it is very, very popular. But beer remains the beverage of choice. According to Nielsen Consumer Insight, beer with millennials accounts for 47% of their alcoholic beverage spending on a dollar basis, and on a volume basis, it's 83% of purchases. They're also um, twice as likely as older consumers, like me, to purchase imported beers. Now, I'm not a big beer drinker, so I'm definitely on the wine side of things. Uh, When it comes to millennials, the other hot trend, of course, is technology. We all know that this generation is wired at all times. They can't go anywhere without looking at some type of screen. It's just a tool for communication. It plays into that feeling of empowerment, that anywhere, anytime mentality. It's about being connected to strangers, to friends, to family. And it takes the form of bloggers, activists, and real women being represented on the screen. And according to the Yankee group, 70% of teens 
are actively logging on to social networking sites. So if you have kids and they're teenagers, you know what I'm talking about. They're all line, they're online all the time, um, highly plugged in, and they're, they're text messaging, they're on social networking sites all the time. Well, according to Nielsen's Consumer Insight, the typical millennial is surfing the web on average of 22 times a month for more than 25 total hours. I don't know where they find the time in the day. And they're scanning about 1,400 web pages. Popular, popular sites include Bungie Studios, Code My Layout, FlirtingQuiz.com, TinyPick.com, SparkNotes.com. Now, I haven't heard of any of these sites. I am feeling older by the minute. I have to go check these sites out after the show because I'm very intrigued about FlirtingQuiz.com. I think that sounds pretty interesting. American Idol is tops with these guys, along with Family Guy, House, Simpson, Grey's Anatomy, Heroes, and Lost. And Xbox 360 is huge with those 10 to 26 years old. Year olds, they actually spend 28 days a month playing Xbox. That is kind of scary. Well, we're talking about labels today, and today's purse string label, if you will, is called the Alpha Mom. Now, many of you out there have heard about Alpha Moms. It was something that came up about, oh, a couple of years ago. They're the Gen Y target. So take the millennials, put another decade or slightly less on them, and you've got the Alpha Mom. There's about 1.6 million of them. Uh, Median age is 39. They graduated from college. They're employed full-time. They're married. They've got kids in the home, and their median household income is over $120,000. Now, they keep up with fashion. They consider themselves to be influential trendsetters. They're confident embracing their individualism. They're ambitious and motivated. They live in the moment, but they take advantage of life. They like to spend a lot of time at home. They like to seize opportunities, however. They uh, look at work as a career, not a job, and they really have a, a keen sense of adventure. They desire for something new. They do like change, but they value quality. At retail, they're buying uh, at Neiman Marcus, um, Ikea, Williams-Sonoma, Pier 1 Imports, Bloomingdale's. They're driving Volvos, BMWs, Volkswagens, and Jeeps. Um, for cosmetics, Elizabeth Arden is a top, along with Mary Kay, Estee Lauder, and Mac. And for designers, Bobby Brown, Vera Wang, Christian Dior, Prada, and Chanel. Now, these women, these alpha moms, where can you find them? Well, they're reading, of course, magazines all about parenting, like Child, um, First for Women, Vogue, Oprah, Wired, um, W, Better Homes and Gardens, very eclectic magazine choices for these women. You can tell that they're interested in technology, they're interested in fashion, and their home, and their children. When it comes to cable, CNN, Discovery Channel, TLC, HGTV, Bravo, Lifetime, and E, again, reflecting the magazine choices that they're making. And on websites, again, very reflective of their interest, Amazon.com, CNN.com, eBay, Travelocity, Netflix, and MapQuest. Well, we've heard about the alphas. There's also a segment called the betas, and all of them could be part of the millennials or or the Generation Y. Now, you can see that we've kind of got the label theme going. Well, now another group of women have emerged. My guest for this program, author and marketing expert Lisa Johnson, founder and CEO of The Reach Group, is here to tell us about the woman, the gammas. Have you heard about the Gammas? Well, if you were listening to the show a couple of weeks ago, we interviewed Lisa about the Gammas, and it was such an interesting 
uh, interview that we wanted to bring Lisa back on. Now, the REACH Group, this is Lisa's company, is a boutique consultancy providing fresh insights and clear, clear thinking into the connected generation, those millennials and the Gen Yers that we've been talking about. Lisa's the author of Don't Think Pink and Mind Your X's and Y's, and she just released the results of the study that she conducted with Lisa Finn and Meredith Corporation called The Gamma Factor, Women and the New Social Currency. So stick around. We're going to be talking to Lisa about the gammas when we come back. More purse strings in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah. GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. Um, hello. Uh, welcome to our website. Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... Uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks. WebmasterRadio.fm wants to give you the market edge. Join host Larry Weber as he speaks to the innovators and trendsetters who are taking us to a new age of social media, e-communities, and the blogosphere. Blogosphere. Market Edge with Larry Weber. Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to First Strings. I'm so excited to have Lisa Johnson on the show. And those of you who may have listened earlier in the month, uh, Lisa and I were talking about her new study called Gamma Women, the Gamma Factor Women and the New Social Currency. And you know what? We had such a fantastic time talking. We only got through really half of the information, so we thought it would be great to have Lisa back on. Lisa is CEO of The Reach Group. It's a consultancy that provides fresh insights and clear thinking about what she calls the connected generation. You may have actually heard of some of the books that Lisa has co-authored called Don't Think Pink and Mind Your X's and Y's. And Lisa, it's so great to have you back on the program. Oh, it's fun to be back. Thanks so much. 
Oh, well, you know, we just needed an hour the last time we talked. I, I swear. We only got through half of the information and thought it would be so great to have you back on to talk about this um, this research you conducted with Lisa Finn and Meredith Corporation on what you're calling gamma women. And for those people who may not have caught the first interview, can you quickly describe who gammas are? You know, gammas are women who are very inclusive and connected. And they're powerful because they tend to operate in the center of a web of relationships. And that's different from a lot of the influencers that we've been tending to run after as marketers where we think of that kind of elite and exclusive alpha woman who is kind of setting the trends and um, who is harder to get access to, but we, we assume that everyone admires her and is wanting to dress like her and act like her. The gamma woman, in contrast, is the one that has a lot of different networks and circles in her life, and she's very inclusive with those people in a peer-like way. I absolutely love the Gamma Woman. Is she so? She's kind of the reverse of the Alpha Woman. The Alpha Woman's kind of a top-down woman, isn't she? She is. And when you kind of pit, like you could even create two visuals. If you think of that Alpha Woman, all of her, um, it's kind of like an Alpha company, you know, where where it's the leadership that tends to have all the influence, and that's where all the goodies are. And it just kind of trickles down. So if you kind of work in the call center, you don't really feel very powerful or feel very connected to to that top leadership. That's kind of the alpha woman. She's influencing, but it's mostly her inner circle that gets access to her. Where with a gamma woman, she's very accessible. She's involved, hands-on with a lot of different people in her life, and whether it's online or offline. And because of that, her reach is really broad. And and today, more than ever, her her reach really is broad because technology is helping her spread that reach. Isn't that really the case? Well, it was really fun for Lisa Finn and I when we were working on this because we were drawing a picture of the way that gamma women um, influence each other. And then we're like, you know what? This looks like a picture of the web, of the um, the Internet, that it's this web of influence that as we're connected in different stuff through links, through blogs, through um, content, that it's a free-form exchange. And we thought, I believe that is why the Gamma Woman's power and influence is rising, is because she so closely matches what's happening with the Internet and with the marketplace that's driven by a more collaborative style of interacting Absolutely, and we know that women, more than any other group, is on the Internet looking for information, looking for those opinions, and really being influenced by opinions, not only uh, of their peers and potentially, uh, but also experts. Um, Now, this group of gammas is about 55 million strong, correct? That's right. We're looking about big, big group. And I think Meredith even said it's about 60% of their own readership they consider to be gammas. Meredith has really done an amazing job. One reason we wanted to partner with them is I had done some work with some of their editors, and we were comparing notes on research and realizing that this kind of gamma trait that we were tracking at Reach Group, they were tracking within their own um, their own database and within their editors and kind of their the world of all the magazines that they put out. And that's one reason we kind of combined forces around this is they had some fantastic research they were doing because they have a giant database of women and these really connected editors. Their editors really understand their readers. And we were able to get a much broader reach very quickly just by partnering with them. 
Oh, yeah, they're a great corporation. Enjoy so many of their publications. But can you talk a little bit about those 55 million women? I can't imagine that they're all alike. I have to imagine they are subsets. And in the last interview, for those of you who did catch the program, you know we got through one of the subsets called Connectors. But if you could just describe the Connector again for those people who didn't have a chance to, to hear about them and then some of the other subsets that make up those 55 million women. Absolutely, and I'll preface by saying these subsects, you know, if you're a gamma woman, you might inhabit all of them, but we kind of realize that a lot of people have a primary one that kind of drives their personality. So for the connector, she really believes that we can accomplish more when we work together than when we work alone, and because of that, she operates in a lot of different circles, and she's incredibly inclusive. For her, there's a lot of joy and energy in connecting people together to accomplish things, to spark great new friendships, to overcome challenges, to solve problems. She's got a real abundance mentality. There's this idea that there's room for all of us to succeed, and then she really feels that there's magic when we can work together and, and create um, create great outcomes. So for her, her currency is people. She wants to be connected to people, and marketers need to think of having a very human dialogue with her and her, her network and not think about corporate spin or pushing things at her or having kind of paper-thin outreaches that don't really honor the fact that she has a lot to say and a lot to share, and she wants to invite people into an experience. So really, she's an influencer then. I mean, this this woman is someone that once you invite her in and she has a really great experience, that she can then turn around and influence others. Absolutely, because part of her joy is letting other people know what worked, what didn't work, who's fun, where to go. That is uh, something she does so naturally. She does it without even thinking. Before the Internet, she did it all verbally and in letters and, you know, just through talking with friends. And now she has a giant virtual megaphone that she adds to her live interactions. So she's become incredibly powerful. These are the, the connectors are often the type that um, if they start a blog, they keep it very active. They respond to every person's comment. They're linking all over the place. They are enjoying the relationships, even if they're more of a um, loose connection versus a tight friend. I mean, this group has a, a tight circle of friends around them, but they have a lot of loose connections. They'll spend late nights um, enhancing their Facebook profile, posting their pictures, reaching out to people that look like they might be a good fit for their network. They, um, there's a lot of joy, energy, passion, and fun for them in connecting with people that are fellow fanatics that care about the same things they do. Now, of those 55 million women, do you have any way to know how many of them are considered connectors? You know what we did? We we decided that it wasn't even going to be very useful to try to slice and dice because when you think about yourself, and we were talking at the end of the last um, broadcast, that you feel like you're a gamma, and I do too. Mm-hmm. I relate to so many of these traits. Now, I could tell you the ones that really are driving my personality. I'm definitely um, a challenge seeker and a catalyst, which we'll get into, but um, I... If you were to ask women to rank them, a lot of them would put all five characteristics in their life because they're so gamma, but they might put one or two at the top. So I think what's important for marketers is not so much to think, well, we're only going after the connector gammas. Instead, it's to think, is this the primary trait that fits how we want to reach them? Do we want to reach them through the hat of being a connector or the lens? Because you know what? 
in their children's lives, they might be incredible connectors around their children's health, getting their kids connected, their education. Maybe professionally they're not operating as much in that way, or maybe they are. It just kind of, it sometimes it also depends on what part of their life they're working in. So you need to really think about the women you're reaching. How are they operating and what do they care about around your brand? What is their driving gamma characteristic? And then tailored around that. Oh, that's great insight because I know you have four other subsets. So as, as, as you describe these other subsets, anyone who's listening out there today, keep in mind that it's kind of one or two gateways to that subset, but any one of these women could wear all five hats. Absolutely. Right. And I think at different life stages, you put them on for different reasons. Okay. Well, talk a little bit about, about what you saw as maybe the second dominant subset of the Gamma Group. Well, another one's the catalyst, and this is somebody who wants to contribute. Even if it's just their immediate circle, they want to make a difference. They're very passionate about the stuff that they see that needs to be changed. They want to, um, they want to make a difference. Like for them, if, if the environment's important to them, they absolutely start with their own recycling. They might, you know, get something going in their city. They're talking to their friends. They're posting articles. They want to, um, facilitate change in a positive direction. They want their life to be meaningful, their work to be meaningful, and um, you can just tell when you're around a catalyst because they have that kind of magic ability to just somehow take everybody's concern and turn it into a movement. I know we all know catalysts. So she's about making a difference. She is definitely value-driven, and she's inspiring. She can inspire change. I like those women, don't you? I mean, those are women you just like to be around, and they have so much power because they really can move mountains. I mean, they have the ability to totally create change. So companies really need to connect with a catalyst if they want something to to drive forward in a very aggressive way, I would imagine. And I think in the past, we've been a little bit paper thin in how we've gone after the catalyst. We've, we've just tried to check the boxes in some cases. We're thinking, well, we need to have a charitable organization we're giving to. We should, you know, definitely let them know we care about the environment. Well, the catalyst wants you to go a lot farther than that. They want you to do a game-changing advancement in um, maybe in how you're manufacturing and, and really, you know, saving the environment at an elemental level, not just that you're recycling your paper within your office, but they want you to go after your, your you know, where you're manufacturing and how you're polluting waters or whatever. They want you to be a game-changer, not just internally for yourself and having your good standards, but they want you to, you know, maybe affect the whole industry to go after things that really move the dial. And she's really well-educated on this. This is her, whatever area it is, it's her passion. So she knows things that you can be doing. And she'd like you to listen to her and invite her in for an in-depth conversation, not a paper-thin one. So I think we need to realize that um, to take something that you care about internally as a brand as well and go extremely deep into it and, and make a difference, make change, and don't just tick a box, that really resonates and that will get that catalyst talking and behind your brand. Mm-hmm. So you can't be superficial. You really have to have some substance if you're going to engage the catalyst or it could totally backfire on you, it sounds like. Talk well, a little bit about like the it. next subset. Yeah, the challenge seeker is um, these are people that are risk-taking. And so I remember my friend Kathy Moyer-Dragon, she is an expert on women in adventure travel. 
and we were talking about how the trips have changed over the years. And she said a comment that I thought was incredible. She goes, you know, a lot of women are looking for an explanation point moment, this moment where they absolutely have explored an edge or pushed themselves really hard or, you know, done something that scared them to death. So they're writing that screenplay or they're performing that monologue or they're climbing that mountain or they're joining friends and hiking the Inca Trail. They are doing things that um, make them feel alive and like, an, like they're adventurous. It affirms that they're an explorer. They're doing this with physical challenges. They're doing this by starting businesses and nonprofits. They are um, exploring their possibilities. They're not paying attention to the limits. They're taking risks, and they're stretching themselves. You see this a lot with baby boomers right now. They've just invested in everybody else, and they are reinventing and just doing extraordinary things. I mean, I think all age group is doing this, but those boomers are often empty nesters with resources and experience, and so they're kind of a perfect storm for um, taking on challenges and really making some exciting things happen. Yes, we all know that the the boomer is such a big, big group and such an incredibly powerful group, you know, because in just the sheer numbers of them, they can create a movement just because there's so many of them. Is that what's really happening with the challenge seeker? I mean, do you feel like that that's become more of a presence, more of kind of of, um, germinated because there's so many boomers? I actually think that in – with, um, I mean, sometimes these labels are crazy, but, you know, the millennials or Gen Y, Gen X, and boomers, I believe all of them have super powerful challenge seekers within them. I think they're expressing it out differently based on their life stage. And um, I, I spend a lot of time with young women because we, we study in depth the connected generation and hire young women. And I see this group who cares so much about global issues. They are also starting businesses at a really rapid rate, nonprofits. They're, they're looking to have meaningful, meaningful work and give back in a way that is really significant. And so I think that you see with Gen X, I mean, the same thing. You've, you've got um, a lot of women that are having kids that are doing amazing things, whether they're taking on major health issues like autism, whether they're going after the um, education. They're looking at super big issues um, and taking on these challenges within the context of their life stage and what's in front of them right now. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break, and when we come back, Lisa's going to share the last two subsets of these Gamma Women. You're going to not want to miss this when Purse Strings returns in just a minute. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Oh, wise master, I've climbed up this mountain to seek your wisdom. Yes, how can I help you, my son? I've traveled far to ask why my business isn't growing. You are on top of this mountain when you should be on topnichenetworks.com. But I need answers. You should be on topnichenetworks.com, specializing in direct marketing and lead generation as well as list management. Topnichenetworks.com has exclusives and leading payouts. They welcome new affiliates with hot offers. We don't seem to get the results we need at a price we can afford. Topnichenetworks.com will work on a performance-only basis, so you only pay for results. TopNicheNetworks.com has the answers that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis. And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. 
Geez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Host Linda Woods leads this ongoing discussion of important industry issues and emerging trends through her own experiences with the whales of the industry, from CEOs to super affiliates to high-impact players. Affiliate Marketing Insider, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. SEO 101 is now in session. Every Wednesday and Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. I am joined today by Lisa Johnson, and those of you who are regular listeners to Purse Strings know that I had Lisa on a few weeks ago talking about the results of research she conducted with Lisa Finn and Meredith Corporation on Gamma Women. It's called The Gamma Factor, Women and the New Social Currency. And if you were like me, I did not get enough information. There was so much Lisa had to, to share with us that she came back today, and Lisa's been talking about the subsets of the Gamma Women. And Lisa shared three of the subsets. Uh, we've been talking about the catalyst and the challenge seeker and the connector. But there's, there's two more, Lisa. Can you talk a little bit about that in the few minutes that we have left? Absolutely. Family-focused is another subset. And these are the gamma moms. They're the strong center of their family. And what I love about them is how moms today are so, well, moms in, in, in any stage in life are incredibly resourceful. But now we have all these new tools that are helping moms um, do what they do best, which is just make their family bloom. Um, they're using technology to reach out, and I think we have moms are incredibly sophisticated online researchers because they're looking at kids' illnesses. They're finding they're they're being driven technology-wise through their children, and so a lot of them are really savvy with social networks, online gaming. Um, they're seeking guidance from experts and um, and peers online. They are working and playing and shopping in more non-traditional hours. 
They are um, reinforcing their other sides. They're not just moms. They have all these other parts of their life. And so they're really finding fun ways to have adventures as a family, to have adventures with girlfriends, and kind of fun, quirky, um, really just kind of exciting new ways to explore who they are and not just forget um, you know, sometimes you can just kind of feel as a mom that you kind of lost yourself in serving the whole family. So they're finding ways to just keep, make sure that they feel connected as well as a person. Uh, yeah, I really, that really resonates with me. I have two, two children and, um, I, I can totally align myself with that subset. I see a lot of myself in there and I'm sure a lot of women out there listening today probably do as well. I mean, I would imagine that was one of your more, uh, popular subsets within Gamma. Absolutely. I think the one point, because I know we're short on time, I want to bring out is that these gamma women are taking an area that they have passion in and nurturing it often online. Maybe they'll have a blog, and it might be around something around their family, or it might be that they love their, you know, they love to knit, or they're, they they love to write, or they have some part of their professional life that they're carrying through into their family life and keeping alive, even while their, their main focus is their kids. Yeah. Talk a little bit in about a minute, if you can, that last subset. The last one is the do-it-yourself creator. And this is that person, it's that artist, that innovator, whether they're you know, pursuing things more professionally or they just love to do things with their hands. And this person is expressing herself. She is looking for ways to take things that already exist and highly personalize them, whether she takes a pair of jeans and does a bunch of cool embroidery on them or she it's the way she's mixing her wardrobe together. She might be painting or making movies with the kids stuff. She might be kind of geeking out in terms of, you know, taking her scrapbooking to a really high level or um, connecting with other people and refining her skills and finding new passions. This is a rising group because now we have so much access to professional tools and ways to publish our own books and um, to make our own T-shirts that are really affordable. And what's great about the do-it-yourself creator is she is really open to working with different kinds of brands to express herself in fun new ways. Uh, love her too. Lisa, thanks so much for coming back on the show and really talking in more detail about these five subsets of Gamma. I think many of us out there see ourselves in these Gamma women and, and as companies seeking to connect more with women and understanding these subsets are pretty vital. So thank you so much. Oh, it's been fun to be here. Thank you. Oh, and for those of you who want to learn more about Gamma Women, log on to GammaWomen.com. And also, if you're interested in learning more about Lisa Johnson and her great consultancy group called The Reach Group, check out ReachGroupConsulting.com as well. So thanks, Lisa, and thanks to George, my producer, for another great show. And join me next Tuesday for another edition of Purse Strings right here, 3 o'clock Eastern. Until then, thanks for joining me today. Make it a great day.